and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, except this month I don't, it's Nick Cage movies I have never seen. This week is one I kinda watched on Halloween night, but I had a lot of drink, drinks rather, that night, so I barely remember anything. All I do remember is it's HP Lovecraft and it's a lot of crazy shit happens. Also, occasion off the fucking rails. Something about a meteorite bringing new life forms to Earth, the mother getting stuck to her kid, and weird purple cars everywhere. So, let's just dive into this thing then, shall we? With its $6 million budget, this thing pulled in $1 million. I'm guessing this is the first victim of COVID-19. Starring Nick Cage, Jolie Richardson, Madeleine Arthur, Brendan Meyer, Elliot Knight and Tommy Chung. Directed by Richard Stanley of The Plot. A farmer's life is turned upside down when one night a meteorite crashes onto his farm and starts to change everything around him. Can a geologist help the family or will the crazy old hippie know what is what? Is the world doomed? to be overrun by an alien plant. Find out here. And before I dive into this crazy fucked up movie, I want to say straight off the bat, I know nothing of H.P. Lovecraft. The universe, uh, so I go get none of these references. So if you're big into Lovecraft, then this may be the film for you, but just not for me. And after the multiple, and I do mean multiple, movie studios, does this thing finally open up? We hear a voiceover from an unseen narrator, which is supposed to be H.P. Lovecraft himself, question mark. He tells us the story of a forest where no axe has cut, where the forest floor has never seen sunlight, the trees themselves are old and evil. Love his witchcraft done in here for days you're blah blah blah. So we get it, this is a mood. This is supposed to be Arkham, New England, but it's actually Portugal, so there we have that one. Beautiful scenery, uh, showing forests and lakesides and shores and shrubbery and etc etc. Gorgeous stuff here, so why not film it in bloody New England instead of Portugal, is it cheaper? On to our introduction to Lavinia Gardner, played by Madeline Arthur. And she's casting a spell at the lakeshore, a spell to rid her mother of cancer. And this stuff pretty much goes nowhere. She casts, I think, two spells and none of them work. She's supposed to be this hippy-trippy... Uh, witchy chick, but it kind of doesn't work, it just falls flat, so, hmm. Up walks geologists, question mark, ward, played by Elliot Knight, to ask for directions to, I don't know, he asks for directions to the lakeside, but he's actually at the lakeside, so, hmm, I don't know. Lavinia is extremely rude to him and chases him away. Seems he works for a hydrologic company that wants to build a dam, but people aren't selling the land, I think this was happening. I have no idea. The, the, the whole plot is sketchy and plotty and it's a bit muddy and it's all over a bloody place and there's things said and they're not said and the mayor's corruptness is not corrupt and it's, uh, hmm, suspicious. Anyway, off she rides on a horse comet. At home, uh, on an alpaca farm. Of course, why would, uh, why not? I mean, it's alpacas. We meet her father, Nathan or Nate. Played by Nick Cage, former college professor, question mark, and Mother Teresa. 
played by Joey Richardson, who is a stock and shares type person, I think, because she's on a computer constantly and they're talking about different monetary values all around the world. So I'm guessing she's selling stocks and shares. I have no idea. Why the hell she set up business in the sticks with a dojo access? I mean, for fuck's sake. After getting chewed up from her dad about not wearing riding boots or need a helmet while out riding, does Lavinia go inside the house? The mother is pissed off to find out her oldest son is smoking dope with the weird old hippie guy that lives on the land who wrote this crap. Inside a barn, do we see other brother, or older brother rather, Benny, played by Brendan Meyer, and his dog Sam, and the two of them are getting stoned, because of course they are, I mean, mm. He mocks her witchcraft, and indeed powers, which are questionable at best, so she walks off leaving him to put the horse away in the stable, or bar. Finally, mute little brother Jack, played by Julian Hillard, as he's looking down a well, trying to see the stars, yeah, this guy is, um, special. Anyway, moving on. Here we get the first of many shots of water from the well, which of course turns them all insane or into an alien life form. This stuff is fucking mm. Over dinner of a casserole, Lavinia complains that she misses fast food and indeed burgers and meat, or she calls them mystery meat. Uh, okay then, I thought for being a wicca or a witch should be at least a vegetarian or a vegan, not a full-on meat-eating carnivore, for fuck's sake, I mean, hmm. Upstairs, Teresa is having a hard time trying to keep her clients as they want to dump stock and indeed dump her because she's a terrible bloody stockbroker. She is downstairs to have dinner where she complains about the internet connection, which Nathan says he'll look at it in the morning. This blip goes fucking nowhere. The internet is patchy, the cell phones are patchy, the phone is patchy, blah, 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 blah. This goes fucking nowhere. A Lavinia has a go at her father for buying alpacas, saying no one wants to eat them, but they wants to make stuff out of their wool, because why would anybody eat alpacas? Again, she should be a vegan, not a fucking carnivore. After dinner, the family complain about doing the dishes, with Lavinia forcing Jack to do so. I'm guessing this is to warm our little hearts to the family, but it comes across as forced and indeed fake. I don't give a shit about this family. I mean, the little youngest one is a moronic little idiot. The father is an alcoholic bourbon swiller who thinks he's going to get rich off of homegrown vegetables and alpacas. The oldest son is a stoner and the... Middle daughter is a fucking mouthy little bitch, and the mother is a stressed out looking, I don't know, she's a stockbroker who's pretty much on the last legs. Who cares about this family? Anyway, I, I also got a feeling that these are just actors having a couple of, what was it, four weeks, five weeks in Portugal? Because this is none of it. Anyway, as the kids fight outside, Nathan is complaining his he is a failed painter, unlike his father, and he fell back into his father's farm to start all over again. So he's a painter and not a college professor. Ooh, groundbreaking. Also, we find out Teresa had had both breasts removed, and she's feeling unwomanly, yet Nathan still wants her deeply. Karen. It's a real disturbing scene where he dry humps her, and it's quite frankly disturbing. Anyway, that night, while Lavinia is trying to sleep, surrounded by her magic books. Benny is in his computer planning the end of the world, or the end of the universe rather, with a fucking black hole. 
as Nathan and Treaser are on a bed making out. Suddenly, a meteor crash lands outside. This wakes up Jack, who runs to his parents' room. Not before the house is bathed in a weird purple glow. In fact, the whole land is not under an alien dome, which is invisible, of course. But, as you can see later on in the movie, it leaves a huge, sort of, crater. Anyway, moving on. Jack goes into a trance, so the whole family run outside to see the large purple meteorite. Nathan complains of a funky smell, as the meteorite le leaks purple fluid onto the ground. Inside, Teresa is concerned about Jack, as he's still in his trance. A weird high-pitched sound plays that dry drives the fam sorry, drowns out the families in fighting. As the camera hangs on Jack, while Nathan is getting a drink of bourbon, because that's all he does the entire fucking movie is drink bourbon. Next morning... The sheriff shows up along with the mayor. Uh, the sp space rock has now sunken into the earth. Nathan is still moaning about the funky smell. Up walks Ward, so Lavinia instantly hits on him by pretty much fucking throwing herself out for crying out loud. She's supposed to be this hippie, tri hippie dippy, trippy chick uh, with witchcraft stuff. She's supposed to be all this black and long stuff, but she's wearing hot pants and thigh-high boots and she's showing off the legs and the, and the cleavage and all that stuff. I'm going, really, love, you're supposed to be a wicker and you're supposed to be this feminist thing, but you're throwing yourself at this guy you barely know. Mm. Moving on. Nate asks the mayor where the hospital is. She tells him to try Arkham. Then she just walks off to tell him, telling him he should have sold the land to her when he had the chance and she to give two fucks. Charming little bitch she is. I mean, hmm. Anyway, she calls the press who make Nathan look like she's fucking insane. Talking about UFOs and alien life forms and yada yada yada. Anyway, over the meteorite, Benny pulls out of thin air. It may be an alien virus or life form on it, which Ward shoots down instantly. With that, Nate walks off to milk the alpacas, telling Ward you barely get milk from them. But after a while of pulling on the boob, you get a good yield. Okay then. He then offers him milk straight from the tit as he puts it. Uh, unpasteurised? I don't think so. Nate sends Ward to talk to Ezra, played by Tommy Chung. And you know, guess what he's playing? Why, yes, he's playing a burned out old hippie stoner, who is, of course, a conspiracy nut, because of course he is. Inside this hippie trippy hut, do we meet Cat G-Spots? Because the G-Spot cat's a pussy, because G-Spots a pussy. Oh, funny joke, teehee. And why am I bothering with these pets? Well, when the shit's a fan, they all get turned into some sort of alien life form, and it's all very the thing. John Carpenter's the thing that is. Anyway, Ezra hands them both coffee with a film floating on top of it. Ezra says, It's fine, it's quote, straight from the Earth's tit. Why are you drinking water with shit floating on top of it? Fuck that shit. A storm hits because, of course, it does. This is a cheap fucking horror movie. Lavinia thinks it's her magic powers that caused the purple rain until lightning hits the meteorite as all hell breaks loose. I mean, this thing gets hit by lightning about six or seven times. But she thinks it's her magic powers because she's that much great a witch, you know, for crying out loud. In his research tent, Ward is running tests on the yellow water inside Ezra's hut. Suddenly, the radio cuts out and his jeep springs to life. And why the fuck am I getting Max Overdrive? Flashbacks. Hmm. By the way, check my archives. 
His cell phone rings, but it's nothing but static and bar garbling and barbling and fighting and shouting in its own some weird language. And what in the fuck is going on? He then finds something inside the forest that glows purple light when light hits it, but then vanishes when not. And what the fuck is going on here? I thought Lovecraft was all about tentacle monsters and sky shit like that. No fucking invisible monsters that glow purple. Next morning, back at the farm, uh, which, with what sounds like a dog whistle is playing over and over and over. The meteorite has now sunken straight into the earth. Next to it, weird purple fur, purple plants grow, because of course they do. Up pulls the press, who make uh, Nate look like he's a fucking crackpot about UFOs and aliens and yada yada yada, as he's constantly scratching his head. Inside the kitchen, Teresa is in a trance and cuts her fingers off. Nate rushes her to the hospital, and I didn't miss him, but there's a whole scene where he's watching TV after a press interview him, and he's shouting and bawling at his wife, and she's in a trance, she just cuts her fingers off by chopping up carrots. This editing is fucking ridiculous, by the way. Anyway, Nate leaves Benny in control, telling him to tie up the alpacas by 10pm. Next day, Jack is awakened by the dog whistle as Benny locks up the alpacas. Actually, he walks them into the farm for some reason, like they're fucking dogs. I mean, hmm. He puts them back in the barn. However, when Lavidia wakes up, they're walking over the farm, eating all the alien plants. So, Benny just ties them up yet again, and they escape yet again. Here she finds Jack whistling to the, quote, man in the well. Lavinia hears it too, so freaked out she runs inside where she gets a call from her dad on her cell phone from the hospital. But again, the alien dome interrupts the signal and she hears screaming and garbled voices. Horror trope 111. That should be put to fucking bed once more. A small kid drawing scary monsters. Ooh, as Jack sits and draws this fucking ridiculous thing he thinks is down the well. He's called to the well and sees the space rock hatch. Meanwhile, every tree has weird purple ivy growing on it, and every plant has now got this purple haze thing on it, uh, yet nobody notices this fucking thing. Hmm. Anyway, this thing comes out of the well, and it's some sort of praying mantis creature with wings, and it has, like, a scorpion tail, and it's, of course, it's purple. What in the fuck is this movie? It stares at Jack, and we see a close-up of what looks like an alien bug before it flies off. As inside the house, time stops as Lavinia is washing the dishes. Well, actually, she's washing the blood off the knife her mother cut her fingers with. The dog whistle sounds again. She's bathed in purple light, and water is absolutely everywhere when she comes to. The clock now shows it's 4.45, as it was 11.30 beforehand. So was she abducted by the aliens? Who cares? Nobody... I mean, this, this movie's a fucking complete joke. Her cell phone rings yet again. All she hears is more garbled shouting and indeed an alien language. After that, she pukes up her guts because, eh? Ward knocks the door, so Lavinia says she's feeling rough. Ward tells her not to drink the water, as you fucking think. She then leaves to throw up yet again. As Ward leaves, he notices Jack is standing, staring into space, laughing at nothing. So he checks out Ezra to warn him about the water. As instead, he finds Ezra recording the earth. He hands Ward a headset and tells him he can hear the dog whistle, which of course he can't hear. He just thinks this old man is fucking insane, has had too much weed, and just walks off. However, 
Ezra rattles on and on about aliens, so Ward just runs the fuck off. That night, I think it is, Ward says it's night, where Ezra said it's morning. Outside, it has a weird purple glow, so who knows what time of day it is. Nate is driving Teresa home from the hospital. They hit something which looks like G-Spot the cat, but it's now purple and see-through. Again, what the fuck is happening and who the fuck wrote this shit? At the farm, Sam the dog tries to get Jack away from the well, but attacks the purple light and is indeed killed off-screen. As Jack sits there in a trance, meanwhile, upstairs, Lavinia is trying to drown out the dog whistle by blasting heavy metal music. Benny, and this is an old weird cut here, Benny shoots her out of his room because she's standing at his PC which shows a weird circle red blob thing on his computer screen and it just conks out and that's the computer's fucking fried. He then complains he got lost in the woods. One minute it was morning, next minute it was night. Yeah, this script is all sorts of fucking shit. I don't care. Quotes, if you should have read the story first, this is a fucking movie. I shouldn't need to read a bloody book to know what the fuck is going on in a bloody movie for fuck's sake. This is some arty farty bullshit. I mean, oh my god, this shit is going to kill the fucking horror genre yet again. Do you want to know something? I'm going to tell you. Fuck this arty farty bullshit horror fad crap. I hated It Falls Midsummer. And that fucking shitty hereditary. All this hearty farty shit is going to kill fucking horror yet again. And another thing, horror should not be PG-13 or indeed arty farty. Sure, have some artistic movies, but not one that makes you go fucking cross-eyed for a week on fucking end. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just dumb and simple. What was wrong with slashers, haunted houses, paranormals, activity stuff, and indeed, creepy fucking people? Why does everything have to have an arty farty shine to it nowadays? Or worse, the Blumhouse shine. I fucking hate Blumhouse movies. Every single last one of them are fucking shit. They're all the same PG-13 CGI messy fucking jump scares. Cheap and crap. Fucking designed to scare a fucking 12 year old in the back row who's a millennial. Woo! Edgy! Fuck off you little shit. I also hated fucking Halloween 2018. That was all kinds of fucked up. Yes. It is bathed in prison help. Uh, hype rather. But not for me, it doesn't. Check out my archives for my full review. Anyway, back to this piece of fucking shit. Lavinia's phone goes off yet again, but it's only static as outside Jack is awakened by her parents' arrival as they chew out both Benny and Lavinia. Nate then chews out Benny for fucking more shit. Here Cage goes full Cage overacting like he's a fucking son of a bitch. Nate rounds up the alpacas and takes them into the barn, more overacting. As he chews out Benny again, asking about where Sam is, Lavinia tries to tell him all about the crazy shit that's been going on. From time stopping to Jack acting weird to the phone's not working, but Cage goes full Shatner and overacting stakes. Lavinia then tells Benny to contact his girlfriend back in God knows where, so they can run for it. Nate then takes a shower and finds something living in the water that attacks his skin and it is some sort of jellyfish. White and see-through, so it's not fucking purple. He then notices his skin has a cheese grater-like 
consistency. He's then complaining about the funky smell. Nate snaps at Teresa after she can't smell a thing, saying it's the smell of the cancer ward, like spoiled milk, disinfectant and death. You know, the shit you're used to, or I'll do it as caged on it. It's the same smell of cancer ward, like spoiled milk, disinfectant and death. The stuff you should be used to, isn't that right, Teresa? Oh my god, his fucking overacting is shocking. Who the fuck told Cage to go this big? That guy should have been fired on the fucking spot. Next day, I think, I don't give a fuck at this point, Nate is out cutting fruit from the farm, noticing that they are indeed huge, but not noticing the fucking purple mushrooms and ivy that is over every fucking thing. Scratching at his skin, he is listening to a podcast about gardening, I think, who gives a fuck. He takes inside his huge beefy tomatoes and oversized peaches. Meanwhile, upstairs, Teresa loses clients, clients' money hand over fist, and indeed, they fire her because her internet goes off. She goes downstairs to scream at Nate about the dish, and she finds him biting into fruit and then spitting it out because it tastes funky. He overacts again by throwing out all the fruit and then pours into a scotch of rainbow ice. What the fuck? He doesn't notice the ice has got a rainbow tinge to it. I mean, for fuck's sake. He just sits down and drinks his bourbon while watching TV, which uh, talks about the mayor's plan to build a dam and make some sort of money of the hydroelectricity. Who gives a shit, frankly? He then looks at his arm and he's turning reptilian. Suddenly, the TV cuts out as purple static hits him and a weird blurred alien bug stares at Cage sitting on his seat, or Nathan or sitting on his seat. Who the fuck wrote this shit? What the fuck is this crap? That night, Jack is awakened by the whistle, so goes outside. Meanwhile, Lavinia is packing her shit. Jack finds Nate has passed out drunk as the TV is pulsing purple light. So outside he goes to find Benny stargazing. Meanwhile, Lavinia is casting yet another spell to protect herself. She cuts into herself using a box cutter. I mean, what the fuck, we're only an, a 50 minutes into an hour and 50 minute movie. This movie is off the fucking rails. As outside, Benny hears noises in the barn. So checks out, finding all the alpacas are turned into what looks like a John Carpenter thing creature. So he runs back inside the house. Tracer runs out to find out what's what. Because uh, Jack screams. She and Jack are then bathed in a purple light. And they merge into one. Jack is stuck to her back while she is hugging him and there's like weird limbs and arms all over the bloody place and who the fuck gives a shit. Screaming in pain, Nate and Benny carry it inside. Benny tries to call 911 but can't get a signal as Nate goes off the rails yet a fucking gain. Cue Lavinia coming down the stairs covered in cuts and indeed blood. She is all but fucking insane. Next morning, Nate tries to start the car. It won't start, so he goes OTT, smashing the wheel, and indeed punching the roof. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Finally, he notices the house and farm covered in a weird purple plants, and indeed ivy, and indeed this weird furry-ass moss. Inside, Benny and Lavinia pull out of their ass that the space rock fucks up with time, matter, and indeed space. 
Nate comes and says, so tell him the car is fucked. Something about an electromagnetic pulse, but who the fuck gives a shit? The sunlight is hurting the mother-son thing combination. So they carry upstairs to the attic. Benny tells Nate about the alpacas, so Nate goes outside with a shotgun and kills it. Meanwhile, Jack is dead on his mother's back. She's turned into some sort of dog-like creature. Lavinia wants to run for it, but Benny just wants to hide and smoke dope, because of course he does. Nate comes back into the attic with a shotgun in hand and tries to kill his wife, but he doesn't do it. Cut to Ward trying to warn the mayor, but she's having none of it. All she wants is money. Leaving, Ward is pulled aside by the sheriff. So look at yet another thing, a creature that was basically deers and rabbits and squirrels and birds and fuckers were all sandwiched together and it's all disgusting. Ward says it's got radiation burns on it and it's all this purple crap and it's all pulled inside out and it's fucking disgusting. And we've gone. So with that, Ward runs to rescue Lavinia. Cut to Nate drinking yet again, sitting in front of the TV as the purple pulse bathes him yet again. Outside... Lavinia is trying to run with Comet the horse, but it's having none of it, and runs off into the woods, never to be seen again. Benny hears Sam the dog barking in pain, so runs to through the purple mist, only to be killed. As he goes down the well, he is but to find a dog, he's merged with this weird purple light, and he just vanishes in the fresh air. Lavinia is then dragged off by Nate, who goes completely bug nuts, fucking insane, Jackson Shining, he drags her into the attic to feed her mother, as the mother's now turned into this weird fucking, I don't know what it is, langangula-limbed dog-like creature with foaming in her mouth and it's trying to eat her and blah 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 blah, who gives a fuck? Well, the ward, uh, sorry, the ward and sheriff is racing to help Lavinia, as they find out there's a weird purple haze over the property. Nate is again drinking in front of the TV, because of course he is, and try to use the ice on his reptilian skin as the TV pulses out yet more purple light. The sheriff finally arrives and wakes Nathan, or Nate rather, from his trance. He's barely human as he's scratching at his skin. It's bleeding all over the bloody old place and he is barely able to talk and he just babbles at all sorts of crap. About the Wi-Fi and the cell phones and the time and the blah, yeah, blah. Lavinia screams in the locked attic just as her mother was going to eat her. Sheriff shoots the lock and then Nate blows the mother creature thing to pieces with the shotgun. Because of course he does. Saying, they're not my family. Uh, oh god, this movie's fucking awful. Ward tries to rescue Lavinia but Nate stops him. So Ward shoots him and kills him. So the sheriff then calls it for backup. The sheriff then hears banging coming from Ezra's hut, which is fucking a good mile or so away from the fucking house, but who cares? So checks out. Ward begs Lavinia to follow him, but she doesn't want to leave her father. So he checks out Ezra's hut, finding him a shell, as his tape recorder tells it's an alien life form that came from outer space on the back of that meteorite that wants to change the world to what it knows, i.e. its home planet. It can't be stopped. It's going to take over. Wah, spooky shit. That is surrounded by purple trees as Ezra's body explodes, actually implodes from inside with weird purple light. Ward runs to 
Lavinia, as the sheriff is killed by a purple tree. It lifts him clean off the ground and kills him with his branches. Back at the fire, Lavinia is now taking over by the purple light. And she just explodes in front of Ward, who gets sucked into the purple world, ran by giant purple tentacles, and indeed light that burns. He rejects this world and runs inside to deal with the insane Nate, talking to no one. Then suddenly all his family are there. What the fuck is going on here? The purple light goes into overdrive, sucking in all, all, all of the other light. As Ward has to fight with zombie Nate, he runs to the white cellar, locking the door. As Nate bangs the door, the light sucks in more and more light, making Ward go insane. As the dog whistle hits its ultimate high-pitched sounding, suddenly it sucks in everything until only white is left. And then it just blows up. Out of the mist walks Ward covered in white ash. As the camera pans up to show you just how large this dome was that was running the farm and the, the, the house. In voiceover, he now says the dam has covered that land. He warns him to drink the water as it pans to him standing on top of the dam wall as the weird alien praying mantis thing flies past him and credits could finally roll on this piece of shit. So that was colour out of space. A total, what the fuck, waste of almost two hours. Way over the top fucking acted. The script is utter shit and it makes no fucking sense. I'm going to give this thing a very, very generous 1 out of 10. Still, come back next week as a look at Season of the Witch. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's Pod. And email me most suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Aliens, Predator, Hellraiser, House and more. Also my solo podcast of The Thing, The Stuff, They Live and more. A bye. And remember, I watch these shit movies so you don't have to. Now this purple don't rain. Mm-hmm.